this is Audrey. And this is Jen. And this is 40s in the City, where we talk about our trials and tribulations of dating in New York in our 40s. Hey, everyone, and welcome back. And today we are going to be talking about what makes dating in New York unique uh, and harder or easier. So, you know, one thing we talked about in the first episode was cuffing season, right? And cuffing season and the seasonal, you know, affectionist disorder that I'm struggling with and all these moods, other things. The like moods, summer moods going into it's fall winter. And... and that was all new to Jen because Jen is newer to the city. So, but for me, I personally, I've been here, this is now my third decade of dating in New York. I've dated here in my 20s, 30s, 40s. So this is all like just normal to me. But I've really appreciated, Jen, your reflections because you've made me recognize <laughs> a lot of things. Appreciated. Yeah, you. appreciated a lot of things that are just like so normal to me at this stage in my life. Because like I said, well, I came here, here four years yeah. now since mm-hmm. 2019, fall of 2019. I, uh, when I first got here, Actually, no, I did. I immediately got into the dating pool. I was going to say, oh, maybe I I didn't after a while or something like that. No, no. I had my waiting period after the divorce. So when I got here, I I jumped straight into the pool. How long did you wait? Um, I think like a year and a half, two years. Okay. Yeah. Not, it wasn't a specific timing. It was just, maybe I tried and looked and I was just like, uh, just wasn't happening. Childcare wasn't happening. My daughter was sm- sh- um, small, short. <laughs> she was young. <laughs> and, and where were you living um, before this then? So what are we comparing to? Oh, uh, well, okay. So we're from Hawaii. We, we lived in Hawaii. And then I left back to LA where I'm born and raised for about a year and a half or so. Um, to two years, a year and a half, something like that. Um, after the divorce. Context matters. A, yeah. Mid- a Midwesterner is going to have different oh, true, true. <laughs> views. And so you're coming from West Coast. Okay. Yeah. And um, stop back there like after the divorce to kind of like be back home. I thought I wanted to like move back home. What was familiar to me next to where family, friends and everything like that. And um, things were just weren't happening. Um, so you know, and I also just wanted a change of pace. And from Hawaii, I just wanted a complete opposite. I think I've always wanted seasons, etc. <laughs> I think I think Hawaii to New York energy is complete opposite. By the way, totally, it's like so laid back, right? Yeah, totally. And I didn't even try that, like you know, post divorce, try um, dating over there, which is funny because somebody slid into my DMs on, is that what I on Facebook? Um, <laughs> a few weeks back, yeah. um, one of the divorced dads, who's now divorced too, dads from Hawaii, and was like, oh, hey, you know, are you still in California? I'm like, oh, no, I'm not there anymore. I'm in New York. And, and he was like, oh, I'm in California now. I thought we'd hang out. Um, I always, like, thought you were smart and nice. And, you know, I was always, you know, I don't know. He didn't say much. He kept it very kind of general, I think, in case. He was testing the waters, you know definitely. He was like, you know, I wanted to see you. I'm here. I thought we could have some fun. And then, but he, he kept it kind of you were a little list. bit vague. You were in his list. I read this online the other day because I just, I consume way too much dating information on Instagram because my, alg- <laughs> my algorithm's completely messed up at this point. It's all I get now. But I saw this thing that said, um, I don't know, like, 
majority of women, something like 90% of married women have this list of like potential backup people in case things don't work out. Mm. Maybe 90 is a high, high amount. I don't remember. It was some smaller amount, but I bet you men do too. When I saw that, I was like, I bet men also have their little list of like, yeah. oh, she was nice. I kind of liked her. Put right. that in your back pocket. Yeah, mm. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, you know, that was that. But anyways. Um, so you came to New York. So you, you yeah. started dating then in New York. You didn't really bef- like. In LA? Yeah. I think I tried to, I think I signed up for some apps and then I tried looking around. There was just nothing that was, I was a different person too. And um, the minimal time I was like, you've got to be, you know, something to make me like do all this work to. And be willing to drive across that city, which I hear is a nightmare. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it was still, I was still really, I think I was just like acclimating myself. I think Mm. I was more so acclimating myself to the thought and what like what that would look like, but there was just nobody that I was attracted to from seeing that online, which, which I also have an issue with about online. It's really hard for me to see like some kind of attraction to yeah. like, I, the, I keep saying this, like the one dimensional, you know, it's, it's a really challenge uh, for me, but, but we, yeah, we will have an entire episode on the dating apps in the future for yeah. sure. But all right. No, just for context then. So, yeah. well, this is interesting. I just learned this about you too. So you were then in New York, learning to date here at the same time, just really first dating after your divorce. So you had two things going on there. Yes. Yeah. And look, I'll be honest. I was just... <laughs> <laughs> so when you say safe, dating, safe, I... Safe place here. Safe space. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, I was really... I was really just looking for, you know, some hookups and stuff like that. I just was getting back and I was like... Hungry like the wolf. Like, <laughs> I mean, I know. I mean, I've, I've been out of my relationship five and a half months. But yes, I understand. I, I, I have a pattern. That first month out, well, second month out, I'm like, woohoo, I'm free, ready to go. So yeah, within the, within the move, by the time of the move and everything, and I was like, you know, everything was fired up over here. I think when I first um, set up the dating apps, I didn't no, I didn't realize or was like, hmm, it's not going to happen on the age range. So I just like set it up, put my email. I'm like, I put minimal information on my profile. I still really have a hard time on putting stuff right. But um, anyway, so I was getting some young guys. So my first roundabouts were like, they were 28, mm-hmm. you know, while I was in my oh, 40s it's trendy. and stuff. It's trendy. The young, the young yeah. ones like to go for older women now. Yeah. Which is funny because I just rematched with him on a different app recently. The first now he's 30. Two or thirty. I thought he said thirty-three on the app, but he should be thirty-two by now with my calculations. <laughs> um, but depending on when his birthday is. But um, anyhow, um, I just rematched with him on a different app, and you know we'll see how that goes. But um, that happened, and then it was kind of going to continue. It was just really awkward oh there's a whole thing i think we should get into age in another one because age, okay, age so that was this just, is uh, future podcast i don't know if it's even worth on it. one yeah. on age uh younger older and everything in between and there will be one on dating apps um and more wine consumed to get through those conversations oh yeah today's Speaking episode of, yeah. yeah is brought to you by a bottle of wine <laughs> <laughs> we forgot a, a, a lovely 2021 pinot noir um, from Life Vine. It's like an organic. I found this organic, no sugar. It's from Italy, though, yeah. you know, but um, anyway, so 
Um, so cheers to that. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. And cheers actually. to that. Yes. And um, <laughs> anyways, yes. So the age thing had a contribution and whether it would continue and then COVID happened and anyways. So long story short, um, okay, this conversation about what makes New York different yeah. um, came out because the other week I passed by somebody on the street that I had matched with on an app. I think it was Bumble. Um, and this guy from the looks of it, like on paper, on app, basically, he looked really cute. It was a French guy. He was kind of tall, um, slim. He had some really good uh, profile pictures. It was hard to tell if they were um, like headshot career photo pics because they were really highly retouched. Yeah, yeah. Um, if not some highly people. retouched, they just looked really good and refined more yeah, than yeah. just like, you know, the ones that we all have, which we have to crop out friends or like wearing <laughs> random backgrounds and stuff, But, you know, right? people are being told they should get professional pictures done for these ads. Interesting. It's just somebody who's trying to make money. A photographer, well, I mean, a photographer who, has, who has so, lost from the head, the AI headshot. So we're so trying to find a new revenue stream. No, it's true. <laughs> it's there. I'm, and so we're not going to go into it too much in this episode. But just so y'all know, I did sign up for The League, which is a dating app that costs like $400. <laughs> and I have... Yeah. And, and this is, again... I just started it. I'll have more to say about it in our in a couple of weeks when we do that episode. But um, I, I have this concierge who gives me advice. Oh, he sends me these. Yeah, so okay. it feels like you have like a coach. And one of the earlier messages I got was, "Hey, you know, we have found that people who get professional photos do much better on these apps." And I have a date off of the league, my first one on Tuesday. It is very obvious he has professional photos done. Mm-hmm. So I'm going into it a little worried, but I'm like, I'm okay. I'm, we're we're going to do this. I, I see and know he has had professional photos done, but, you know, you got to do what you got to do. He's a short guy, so I don't blame him. <laughs> the concierge. So it's very, um, yeah. it reminds me of Airbnb. Yeah. Like yeah, how yeah. it started out kind of really rough and raw and then um, you had like professional yeah. photos yeah. done and then like basically yeah. showing how competitive. Once it got really oh. competitive is when they brought in like Airbnb photographers and, too. And here and so. you go. You just hit on one of the reasons why New York dating is so unique. We are talking competitive. We're in one of the most competitive cities on earth. We are. I mean, it's it's jobs, apartments, oh, yeah. everything here about New York City is competitive, including the dating scene. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. of course, well, people are getting professional photo- like photography and, you know, getting consultants, you know, to oh, make their really nice profiles. This is happening. Concierge, this is happening here yeah. and they've got money and they're paying for it. And so this guy you ran into in the street. Yeah. So, I mean... <laughs> He, I knew it was him. I passed by in the corner, which is funny because we, when we chatted, we matched and then we chatted and then he unmatched with me. And I was thinking about it for a minute just because I was like, I know he was cute. He was a couple of years older, maybe 47 ish. Um, mm-hmm. but I, he was cute for his age. He kind of, um, reminded me of, um, God, what's the guy's name? Not Pablo. Um, oh my God. Pedro? Pedro Pascal. Pascal, really? Pedro oh, Pascal. I love him. I think Okay, my, without I think the mom, charisma I think my mom with has the a crush on him. <laughs> okay, so 
Look, we all know he's it, but he's also it because of how down to earth he seems and, and all smile. the video and everything. And yeah, and then he dances and there's videos of it dancing and you're like, what? He can dance? I, well, in a goofy so, way. Just everything about him, right? He lives it's in New York. Just, I'm still dreaming of passing him, but anyway. And he seems really humble and everything. <laughs> and just like, and his voice, I'm not going to lie, when, once I saw the show, yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, his voice just kind of makes it like yeah. seals the deal. Okay. Um, and I was like, I get it now because he was cute. But anyways, this guy looks like a, you know, a, a soft version. A, fr- of a French Pedro. version. He was French, right? He was French. He was French, but he seemed a little bit, he looked older for his age, I guess okay. was what I'm trying to, a little bit more tired um, than that. But uh, <laughs> some, some resemblance of that might, is what I'm saying. A softer French Pedro Pascal. Yes. Very, very, like a, a 50% <laughs> Pedro Pascal. <laughs> Um, but anyways, I was turning the corner. We, when we were chatting, we had talked about, he lived in the neighborhood. I'm in Park Slope. He's in Park Slope. He was maybe a couple blocks down or something like that. And I thought from there, he it was just like, it was very dry. I was like, oh yes, this is a lovely neighborhood, blah, blah, blah. You know, it wasn't like, well, that means we should meet, you know, because I'm still a little bit on this kick of, I'm not going to be like, we should meet. We should have drinks. Like, yeah, just yeah. ask it. I'm going to answer your questions. I'll ask you some too, but I'm not yeah. going to like. I'm not going to take it there. And anyways, and then he unmatched. And I was kind of like interesting because I still thought that I, uh, I, I, I mean, just to say it, I, I thought that I was better looking than that. Like, you know, I, <laughs> then to be unmatched no, by this dude. No, I know how You I know, know what I mean? No, it, like no, I'm saying Pedro Pascal like... and it makes it sound funny. Yeah, yeah. But it, let, think of a 50%. Like just, I, know, I, I think I what I'm talking about is a smoldering of that and the mustache and whatever. But right. so when I saw him in the street, but I was yeah. my daughter, I, I swear to God. And I thought to myself, I'm like, I'm, I, I swear to God I'm a witch because <laughs> when I, <laughs> when he unmatched and I saw that, there was some back and forth, like, and with some, it was some days, it was staggered days. So I was like, I don't know if this is going to end well. Right. So I yeah. saw it coming and when he unmatched, I was kind of like astounded. I thought it was just kind of like, go nowhere. And then I was like, we're probably going to see each other in the neighborhood. And then I was like at a bar or something. And then like, this is maybe three weeks ago. And so that we unmatch. And then about a week ago is when we saw him in the street, the Thanksgiving week. And, um, and then I was walking with my daughter. So I would have said something and I was thinking in my head, when this happens, I'm going to say something to him. I'm not going to be like, look, did you unmatch? Blah, blah, blah. You know, like, I'm not going to go off on him. I'm just going to be like, not like, Oh, you unmatch with this. Like, <laughs> but somewhere in the middle of both of those. <laughs> Like, so like, basically, are you Eric? Like, just to kind of confirm our, yeah. you know, really, look, again, not to be on the aggressive, like, I can't believe no. and all, like, like, I'm hot shit. Definitely yeah. not that. But also not that I'm, you know, going to confront him or anything aggressive, but just like, yeah, hi, Let's I thought see. we would run into each other. I just wanted to say hi, bye, you know, and... Again, I was with my daughter, so I didn't stop and say anything, but he was not as good looking as the pictures. He He wasn't wasn't all that. that. He had a square cut, a square military buzz cut that was just not my style. You know, he was just... Good riddance. The shoes. I'm big on (laughs) shoes, what the guys wear on shoes. And he was just... never notice a guy's shoes. Oh, I love... uh, some shoes I, I brown <laughs> but, boots are my favorite thing i don't yeah. know 
a la Jake from Breakfast. No, I'm sorry, Sixteen Candles. Oh, yeah, something yeah. like that. Anyways, but like, you <laughs> bring up one of the classic, classic things about dating in New York City. It's a minefield. You will run into people that you ghost or that have ghosted you. You will run into exes. I know. Like I remember, it came up a couple times in in Sex in the City episodes. You know, where they run into these people, and and I heard from other girlfriends like, oh, that's. That's so fake. I'm like, no, you guys don't live here. It is so real. Like, you actually do run into people in the subway in places. I, what you did was not, a, like, even if you had said to him, hey, are you Eric? That was not aggressive at all. I know mm-hmm. one woman, um, a friend of a friend, who ran into a guy that ghosted her on the subway. She's, she's, she's bold. She is, she is bold as shit. She actually confronted him on the subway and he's stuck in a subway car with her and he can't escape. What she asked? Like what happened? She was in his face. After they went on a date or? Yeah, they uh, had had a date and she was in his face and she's like, she's a little crazy. I I love her to death. She's a little crazy though. She was in his face like, why did you ghost me? What is your problem? You know, and she was like, you know, getting really aggressive and I was on the floor laughing. I'm like, I can't imagine. I could never do such a thing. But in my past, like, 30s, in my 30s, my last decade of life, I would ghost people sometimes because I'm so Mm -hmm. non-confrontational. I, like, I've had to learn, and I've learned. I'm much better now. I don't ghost. I'm very honest. But I ghosted people a couple times, and I swear you will run into them. I was on my bike on on a dusk. It was, like, dusk. It was getting a little dark. I had a helmet on, and I'm at a stoplight, and the dude I ghosted was crossing the street. And he looks over at me and he's like, oh my God. And I'm just like, no, no, this isn't happening. This isn't happening. And he's like, there I was crossing the street, checking you out, thinking who's that cute girl and it's you. And I was like, no. I stopped at a stoplight on a bike with my helmet on. Wow. Yeah. So that's a unique aspect of, of dating in New York City. That is very true from Sex in the City, from things you go through, like... Which is funny because there's so many people here. But I will say... So many people. In Hawaii, like, you constantly would run into people. Yeah. Even somebody who was, like, at the bar being loud last night and you, like... Yeah. We're like, dude, what the hell? And then, like, the next... Yeah, you would think, you know, that that would make sense, right? right? Over here, there's so many people. You wouldn't think that happens. But it's my thing. (laughs) Also, I run into... Like, in some way, shape, or form, virtually or not, um, with people, like, across the world from, you yeah. know? So, it's yeah, it's well, a small and world, I, and actually, I just like at the end of the say, day. At some point in my 30s, I actually had a rule. I didn't want to date anybody that lived in my neighborhood. Because <laughs> mm, that's mm-hmm. too close for comfort. I mean, I was I was dating quite a lot, and I was just like, I can't date yeah. anyone in my neighborhood anymore after a couple of run-ins i'm like no no no. it's better that you live further away but then you have these people in the city who are like oh i won't date anybody outside of my borough i'm like all right fine borough's fine but but yeah in the same neighborhoods a little too close for comfort but yeah but you brought up something else that um is also very unique about dating in new york you said that you run into people who are like you know internationally mm-hmm. so this is something i think a lot of people across the rest of the country do not experience. And it's that New York truly is a global melting pot. You have a lot of travelers coming through, business people. You had mentioned in a previous episode, you know, swiping on the people who are traveling. Right. We have so Travel many of those. Yeah. I, you know, I, a lot of those. Yeah. I did that once or twice in my past. 
um, actually the only one night stand I ever had in my entire life <laughs> was, oh. was an Australian who was leaving the city the well, next day. Australian. I, yeah. There you go. Nobody I, will argue I had with that. Not, I had not checked that country off my list yet. So yeah, there you go. So you have those people, but then I've also experienced relationships or, or, you know, short playing dating people who then move back home to their home country, mm. you know? So Yeah. So that's the other thing about New York, the the international aspect, the transient nature of the city. The running into people, it yeah. being kind of a small and competitive. And so we have um, dated somebody in common. I have a friend <laughs> yes, we who um, we are, she is newly single, um, newly divorced, yeah. and we have matched with, we kind of have to compare notes. We kind of have to now. Yeah. Um, because, and it's not like, oh, who did you, what, it's not yeah. that deep. It's basically, oh, I'm talking to somebody, this is what they are. And I'm like, oh, I have them in my, I match with them too. And, but the conversation stopped at this point. We're like, okay, kind of yeah. checking. We have matched with some of the same people too. Yeah. 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 And going back. Yeah. We, and we, it kind of comes we up. We compared our apps. We compared our apps in one, yeah. <laughs> in one setting. We're like, wait yeah. a minute, who is that? That looks familiar. <laughs> oh, and speaking of actually, so somebody that she, this is how I came up with the information yeah. and she had, um, we had matched with a couple of people. One person that she matched with, she was like, oh, you know, and then I have, um, this guy, I call him like toilet boy to my friends. And I was like, toilet boy. Toilet? And then she was like, because he keeps offering to clean my toilet. And I was like, tell me more. And then she, she was like, he keeps offering to like send me lunch, do these things. And I was like, interesting. What's his name? And so she said his name. And I was like, I met him before. And I met him last year, around this time last year, before I went to London. I worked for a UK-based company. And I met him on a date. My daughter happened to be at her aunt's um, randomly. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to go on a date. And this dude was like an Italian-American dude. Um, when we met, we went at a met at a local bar over here. He was a little bit different from his pictures. You know, he was pretty hot in his pictures. And then, like, he's changed a little bit. Maybe, like, the COVID weight or whatever. But he wasn't completely... Like, I wouldn't completely, you know, disregard him. And we had a really great time at the bar. We were playing poker, like so much fun. And then during after, during the week that before I was going to go to London, he just kept asking if he can do all these things, um, come clean my house and shit. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> no. And so Wait that's how I knew. And but, but, okay. So then. I, I wonder if that's a fetish for him. Well, it is. So <laughs> So this I, is what I happened. I met a guy too who wanted a dominant woman because he was submissive. He wanted somebody he, to boss him around. What's okay? We got to compare names because this might be the same person. No, it's definitely not. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, anyways, and but he didn't <laughs> get there. He didn't directly say that. He just kept saying like, "Can I do your laundry and all these things?" And I was like. I was like, I'm really busy. I'm like, got to get a household together and got to get like school lunches and stuff before I leave for London. And then I'm preparing for a trip yeah. to London, you know, as like, can we, you know, can we hang out before you leave? And then whatever. And then I left and then I came back. I got really sick last um, winter last and then came back uh, right before Christmas. And then um, anyways, and then I just didn't think about him. I kind of like met somebody while I was in London because, you know, I'm like the passport. Um, girl, passport sis. <laughs> I gotta I keep remembering that name because I keep wanting to say passport ho. <laughs> and I keep 
needing to refrain myself from calling my house up a hoe. But um, anyhow, so um, and then that was that, you know, and then that didn't continue. I think he got the picture. So fast forward, me and her are comparing notes and she's like, oh, you know, um, toilet boy, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, tell me more. Tell me more. And she's like. Oh, he's a submissive. And I said, excuse me? Do tell. And then she's like, yeah, he likes to, like, do these things. And she was like, we never met or anything like that. But he just kind of, like, checks in every now and then and says, hi, we're on the front. She said, I friend zoned him and I told him that, blah, blah, blah. And he is actually really a nice guy. And yeah. then, so from that, I, I said, hmm. I mean, I'm sure a lot of women listening to this are like, I could use a submissive in my life. Why have I not? Well, let me tell you. So then, okay, that conversation was like two weeks ago. I kind of, I said, huh, would you mind if I reached out to him again? I was like, let me think about this. And two weeks went by. And then I was like, you know what? So this past week has been weather whatever i'm in a fun like i need to touch up my roots i'm like my skin is getting paler terrible i've been in sweats all week i'm not feeling good about myself there has not been any like um forwards to um ask me out on dates so i went through like maybe to come tuesday i was like on a swiping spree, I'm like, I'm gonna get somebody, and so I swiped a bunch we, we're on a couple deep different in the apps. doldrums, guys. It's I was also in a bad mood funk. I was in such and just like weather related. I have sad, you know, all these things. But mm-hmm. in my funk, I paid four hundred dollars for the league. I mean, this is okay. This is this universal. Is, then it's got to be a universal this thing. Is, this is deep in cuffing season now. Like, yeah. So you're swiping a lot. I'm paying four hundred dollars. So for the yeah, league. I went on a little rampant during the middle of the day. I was like, couldn't get over it. I was like, this is some bullshit. And then I started swiping. I think I went through Bumble and Hinge, or maybe Tinder. Tinder was nothing going on. Anyway, I did it, and then I got a, a couple matches, and I had four conversations going on, and that there was like a couple of immediate like. Oh, the uh, typical, can you meet tonight? You know, I was like, yeah. no, but then a plan and we had plans and stuff like that. So then I got what I wanted. I needed, I just needed a little bit of attention. I don't know what phase of um, hormones I'm in or whatever, but I just needed some <laughs> kind of attention. Like I said, I was, I was feeling drab. I was hormonal last week too. Full moon. There was also full moon. Oh, there was a full moon. I did a yeah. full on uh, full moon ritual the night before. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm a full it moon. Was a, <laughs> it was the very next day from the full moon. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a full moon hormonal It was person. the very next yeah. day, I yeah. feel like, because I did a ritual. Like, I had somebody had bought me this um, for my birthday, and I still had it after, like, five years. So I was like, let me just do this. This is a full moon. I'm going to – it was, like, a, a candle and the sage and then um, – uh, some other herbs and whatever it was like Meanwhile, it was a little I've, full moon kit. You know? I've been journaling daily and meditating daily and doing more nice. yoga. Like we're we're trying to get through yeah. mental self care. This darkness, yeah, um, and that's really settled. You know, it was after the time change, and I, I've heard okay. from a lot of people in New York. Yeah, when we go into the um, the end of daylight savings time, yeah, it's it gets rougher for everybody. So oh, there's a ton of um, yeah. Uh, deaths because of um car accidents yeah yeah because so, people, for, so for for that but also just like because it's suddenly darker mm-hmm. and it's not a gradual mm-hmm. shift it's like it's been really you weird you wake yeah. up the next day and it's so we lost an hour of it's like 4 30 against dark so exactly. that's the context so anyways in this like rampant little um attention seeking uh swiping mode that i did like in the middle of the day on tuesday don't tell 
Um, <laughs> but um, then I reached back out to this dude after a year later. But I reached back out. I do. I did have his number. We were texting because we, you know, met up in person again a year ago. But I did reach back out to him on the apps because I was just like. I was like, should I say, hey, sorry, I've been, you know, whatever last year was, you know, I was just like, no, I'm just said, hi. <laughs> you know? And then he was quick. He was like, hi. Oh, really? he, and so he went off and um, what it is. And then he immediately, like within two hours or three hours, uh, he was ordering me lunch and um wow. offering to you know clean my place and all this and because i knew this this new information i treated it differently i think last year i saw it as some dude just trying to get into my place and just right. kind of bugging and being a little bit you know i want an assertive guy i really want right, an assertive right. guy um and i like for me it's like oh that takes my troubles away you know the decision fatigue i have by the end of the day of being a single mom and just like yeah. and, and maybe it's not just single mom it's just being you know caring for a household like what mm-hmm. do i need to clean groceries work um anyways but having this like within now a week um so what he is is a um service sub um and then i a couple of days later, I dug myself a wormhole <laughs> looking it up and what, like, does it entail? Do I have to say, do I have to call them names? Do I say, you yeah. suck? If you... Well, <laughs> do I okay. bring out a whip? We what won't do, do I do? I mean, we won't dive into my past so much, but I know a little bit about, you know, <laughs> DS relationships, as they call them in the uh, in the community, dominant submissive relationships. But, um, yeah, depending on, on uh, where he is on that spectrum. Um, and I'm still trying to figure that out because I'm like, I even said, like, gonna, this is new to me. It, no, yeah, we've been going for it. So oh. he hasn't come in yet. He hasn't come to my place yet because. I, I, I have to tell I, you, I've had second thoughts about getting rid of my sub missive guy. I didn't like 12 years ago. Yeah. 12 years ago I, I wasn't I wasn't for it, but today I'm like Right. He, no. You know what? Yeah. He also he also reached out to me during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But I I didn't I, I didn't respond. You he know, this found is me somewhere and he Very like, early on. This uh, this is very new to me. I'll have to ask you specifically. <laughs> because we'll this actually yeah. does relieve a lot of kind of stresses. Yeah. It's like and he keeps saying, whatever you need. And I'm like, I don't know how this goes. And he we'll said it straight it. Well, up. So this time around, yeah. he got, when I said hi, you know, we got the conversation go. Yeah. And he's like, I'm just a submissive guy, you know, wanting to like do things around you. I can clean. He, he said the whole um, cleaning your toilet thing or scrubbing your toilet thing as well. You know, it was probably a copy and you paste know, message. And he's looking. <laughs> but I went for it this time because I was like, yeah. He I might re- not even want sex. Some of these relationships are not about sex at all. They're just like. And he said that. I said, do yeah. you, what do you expect? And we went through that. A little bit of the negotiation. <laughs> Look at me just like showing my cards here. But I sound again, like such an expert. <laughs> again, it was kind of just the attention I needed. Mm. And in other words, I guess what I'm trying to say is I was looking for somebody to be aggressive and ask me yeah, out yeah. when this person turns around and starts saying the same exact day that I'm looking for this, says, 
what can I do for you? And I'm like, what? Like, I'm all skeptical. And he's like, you know, then saying I'm submissive. I just want to make your life easier. He just, I I said, what is this? What kind of things are you want to do? And he's Mm -hmm. like, have you thought about what I can do for you? And I'm like, yeah, fix my daughter's bed. Like, are you handy? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, I'm pretty handy. Like, I'm like, is it just like scrubbing toilets or like, you know, do you really? (laughs) Of course he wants to do the pedicure. And yes, I have sent sent him a foot pic since like, since the past week of, you know, so but you know what? But this is this is another thing. Foot pick is nothing. Like I was like, oh, we'll look. get into this a little bit more on on the dating app but podcast nice. that we'll do in the future. Which is for people looking for relationships like this. There is also a dating app for that, and it's called Field. And there was an original one of that called Thrinder, and I actually was on the the Thrinder, the original, and and so. There's also a dating app for people, and it was started in New York City. It was founded here in New York City. Um, you have a lot of subcultures. That's that's another. And that's un- a that's why that's I think that's why I brought this thing. up. That's is the subcultures and the different types. Exactly. You've so, got you so know another, so many different types of people. Exactly. Another unique aspect of the city, which is why I'm so glad you brought that up, is that there's so many subcultures here. You can literally be into the most specific thing in the entire universe, and there is an app for it, and there's a community for it. And they're the and they're not guy, super shame. They come no, they come out no with shame. it pretty there's pretty no shame. early on. No shame at all. So Field is this app where people who are into kink, into all these different things, where they can actually find each other. And you know, and they are so specific on this app. But we'll get in. We'll get more into that later. <laughs> Again, here I am yeah. showing my cards. I'm quite, you know. But yeah, um, yeah. That's that's the other unique thing about in New York City and. But that also makes it okay. So we we didn't actually discuss whether we think it's harder or easier to date here. Okay, so I was about mm. to say that's the other that's another aspect that makes it harder to date here because you got a shit ton of people running around the city who are looking for this very very specific thing, and because of the numbers of people in the city, the numbers of subcultures, the number of people on dating apps. There's this attitude of, oh, if you don't fit my list or requirements perfectly, I can just keep swiping or I can just go find mm, the community that's true. and I can find exactly what I need. And so in my opinion, it is harder today in the city because you have all these ambitious people. You have such a sheer volume of people that a lot of people tend to have this belief that, oh, if you don't fit what I want perfectly... I'm going to go find it. And so there's a less tolerance. I feel like and, that's but, a thing of the yeah. online dating. Oh, uh, yeah. Now, a lot of people say that's what uh, how it's online your dating has made, now. It, made, it's made it worse. But then imagine it's not only online dating. We're in a city of 8 million people. Yeah. So yeah. it's like online dating raised to the power of like 8 Because you were dating people. here before right. online got big. Yeah. yeah. I, I You know what? Exactly. So I was dating before online in my was 20s. A default. In my 20s, I would still meet people in bars and it was still more like, oh, let me figure out what you're about. Um, but it was still, yeah. I mean, Sex in the City all took place before, you know the dating app era Mm -hmm. and and then they still have the same difficulties you know and they they still do touch on themes in that show which are like oh he's looking for a very specific thing you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but that's my opinion so so jen and i were discussing this i think whether new york is harder or easier to date in all depends on what you're looking for Mm -hmm. right 
so so my opinion is that it's harder to date here because I'm looking for a serious relationship that's going to lead to my life partner, yeah, marriage, all these things. And just Google. Any of you, mm-hmm. just Google, is it hard to date in New York City? And you're going to find everybody saying for women overwhelmingly yes. But I'm, I'm, there's a caveat. For women looking for marriage, traditional, serious relationships. Right. And I could totally see that. It is harder, for sure. And I'm not dating to get married. Mm-hmm. I'm not opposed to a relationship, but I'm not dating to get married. I think I'm just dating to... And I'm not dating to be casual. I'm something in between. I'm open to a relationship, right. but I'm dating to date. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes any sense, but um, because I know what I want is going to eventually or could eventually happen. I don't know that, but is very particular in a lot of that. So, you know, like how that looks in a, it's, it's a non-traditional relationship. Like I'm not ready to just be available for that. Yeah. So I think in the interim, I'm dating, I guess it's casual. I think I just always, I'm very hesitant <laughs> to say that word because people put me in this yeah. box no. of this casual that I'm just looking to like, you know. You're dating for romance. And, yeah. and you know, when we were talking about that, yeah. if, if I look at, so my God, I've been in New York now almost 20 years. Well, I moved here almost 20 years ago. I did leave a couple times and came back, but... If you want to just talk about the romance I've had in this city, it's been insane and wonderful. Mm-hmm. I've had, I have found great loves. I've had mm-hmm. a couple longer term relationships. I've had a dozen three to four month relationships. Mm-hmm. I've had exciting nights out. I've mm-hmm. had, I've had yeah, the whole, whole exactly. shebang. I like right. moved across an ocean to London because of somebody I met here and you know, I've had I've had high romance and I've met interesting, amazing men. I've had great sex. I've had, you know, great parties and, and great nights out. So if that is what you're looking for, I would say, yeah. Yeah, you, romance, you can, companionship. You can find that in New York City. Yeah. Um, so when you read the things that are like, it's so much harder to date for women in New York. It's, I would have to say it's only if. Um, one, you, you don't have an aggressive drive and a, like a strong sort of sense of self. Cause you, you do, you have to, you have to like keep up your self-esteem and keep up your energy and like stick with it. But if you're not looking for the traditional marriage, mm-hmm. um, you can have a ton of fun in the city and a ton of romance and love and all the rest. And I do feel like I'm still new here because, um, some of these years were COVID years. So there's, yeah. So it's still opportunity for me to be jaded by all of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl. I, I mean, I'm super jaded. Even after my long speech about all my great romance and all this, like, I'm extremely jaded because I'm, I'm still looking for my life partner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, I don't, I don't regret any of it, but I'm still looking. I'm still out here looking for my life partner in my 40s, and I don't know that I'll find it. Period. I was waiting for uh, yeah, here no. or wait and know if you'll find it um, at right now. Or I was waiting for or like, maybe another ever, word. Or maybe ever. No, oh. that's it. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, okay. So all in all, I, I agree. I completely agree. I think it depends like what you're looking yeah. for and, you know. But for yeah. you compared to the West Coast and where you were before, you do think it's easier. 
I do. I yeah. do. I, I, I can't say what specifically. Obviously, there is, you know, even though my short time of being here, I've rematched, re-engaged with some people from, I say past, and that's like a year ago, four years ago, you know, three weeks ago or whatever <laughs> with the other dude, which is really funny, yeah. actually, if you think about it. It is. However, um, look, like I said, like, my whole social life is a social experiment. My life is a social experiment. Like it's, I think it's kind of comedy. Um, and I haven't had, you know, uh, God knock on wood. I haven't had really bad experiences with all of that, but, um, you know, I don't know, but it's been fun. But again, I'm also looking for something a little bit past fun, but not super serious yet. So, um, and I haven't found that. I, I, I will say I haven't found that. But along the way, it's just helped guided me. And I'm still like enjoying life and New York period, the seasons, the cold, like, please fucking bring some snow with this cold. Because <laughs> I was just like looking at some old pictures and seeing the snow like from I think like I two or three years ago. And that was really nice. Last year was not great it was cold for no, no reason and i got sick th- like so many times last year and yeah. so you know hoping that this winter brings like other experiences and i'm telling myself i'm gonna be, on a I'm, gonna be out. <laughs> I'm gonna be out i'm gonna be at a tropical beach while you're here playing for snow <laughs> i am uh, like i will not until february but the february school break but i um i don't know i hope this brings some snow and i'm telling myself that this year will be different uh, I was just talking to my daughter's aunt about this, like that not only are like, is season just completely different and like attitude and what you do and lifestyle. She's got somebody from um, her past that she came back with and is visiting from another country from Chile that is staying with her. And they're like, they got back together basically from after being apart for, I don't know, over 10, 15 years when they were like, we were together. Really? And so they're kind of experiencing, they experience summer together in New York. And then he was saying how he was, wants to experience winter back together and how that will be because they'll be kind of in each other's face and everything. So it was so, it was so on point with what we were talking about. And I mentioned how not only is like seasons different because they were like how they were out and about biking during the summer yeah. and it was like, you know, it's just... A whole different energy, completely city energy, but also you and what you yeah. do and your like, like your excitement for things. Yeah. And now also you're like holidays. inside. Yeah, yeah. The last guy that I I went out on a date with, things were going great. We had two great dates, and I was excited about the third. And and it and it came to Thanksgiving, and suddenly he's going through this whole bluesy period because the holidays really bring him down. Oh Jesus Christ! I know. Oh my God! That. <laughs> That sounds a different submissive. That uh, sounds... Pa- oh, God. No, that sounds that's lame. what I don't... This, guys, that this is lame. why I ended up paying $400 for the league. Okay. I was like, yes. I am done with The turning point. We all had a turning that point was this a year. Turning this point. Week, this year, this week. No. That's hilarious. It was like two great dates, and then I, I'm like texting him like, hey, when do I get to see you again? Yeah. And then he just... There was this abrupt shift. And I'm rolling my eyes over here. I know. And I thought he was breadcrumbing me. I thought yeah. he was being manipulative. Yeah. But I took a page out of the Jen book and I got a little aggressive. Not aggressive. Oh, okay. I got direct. <laughs> <laughs> I got direct with him. I got direct. And I was, and I, and I said to myself, you know what? Uh, yeah. F this. I was like, I'm going to actually ask him. Imagine that revolutionary. Ask him <laughs> what's going on with you. You know, like, 
things had this moment. I didn't say like things had this momentum and we're going great. But I said to him, I was like, you know, are you okay? Is everything okay? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, you're just kind of like a little more distant or quiet. Yeah. And that's fair. Yeah. Well, he's a therapist. Fair. Okay. That is definitely. he can't handle it, like who the hell, you know, safe space here, you know. So I asked him (laughs) and he said, he's like, oh yeah, I was afraid you'd think that. I'm like, dude, if you were afraid I was going to think that, why didn't you communicate that mm-hmm, out, mm-hmm, Mr. Mm-hmm. Therapist, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and here I am coaching the therapist and communication. And then you know he's like, I was afraid you'd think that the holidays just really bring me down and blah blah blah. And since that then, since then he writes me every two days, and it's just some very low effort, you know, message. Last I time, see. last time he was like, Are you free tomorrow? And I was like, No, because I'm generally not free last minute. I'm like, I've got a party to go to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm, I believe in energy. It's matching. good to know that you're not the only matching. one that's not free last minute because I feel like no, is not. it me that no. I won't be able to no. like not make things happen because okay no. yeah 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 well so yeah. here's the thing here's another unique thing about dating in New York City and we joke about it but getting on somebody's calendar and schedule mm-hmm. pre-pandemic was difficult to do mm. like it is accepted in the city everybody's busy. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a lot going on. There's so many things going on in the city. I people used to used to tease me. They were like, "Oh, you're Miss Social Queen. You've got so many events. You're going to this. You're going to that. I've got theater. I went to yesterday. I've got yoga. I've got this. I've got friends." Mm-hmm. Um, so even though I don't have a kid, people here are busy people. Okay, they are generally not available last minute. Okay, and most New Yorkers know this. They're aware of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I told him straight up. Okay, no. good because I feel like it's a me thing and it's a single mom thing. And I'm, no. then the com- competition, I'm like, I'm competing with people. You are know, more it's just like, yeah, no, yeah. we we're all busy people. We are all super yeah. busy. It's a high energy city where now that we're pretty much in post pandemic normalcy, uh, people are busy again. People are busy again. I've got a, I got a 33 year old who's like breadcrumbing me and he's like mm-hmm. asking me out and then he'll like reconnect and then he's like, we should go out. We should go out. I'm like, yeah. And then yeah. finally I was like, yeah, tell me where and when, you know, like yeah. just shut the fuck up and let's do it, you know? And this is like the third time and I'm pretty much done with it. I think he can't decide maybe that if he wants to or not, because I'm 45 and 33, but I really don't give a fuck. I'm like, if you're, and I'm, the next message I'm going to say is like, you seem like you can't decide and I'll just make it easier for you. Like, I really don't have time for this bullshit. Yeah. Like, I really don't give a fuck. I'm not desperate. Like that little yeah. attention seeking thing that I went through, you know, midweek okay. um, or earlier in the week was more like, I just kind of want some engagement and all that. And uh, like I said, it ended up but with the service sub. But <laughs> yeah, that that kind is, yeah, no, yeah. I'm... I'm also deciding what to say to my breadcrumber. <clears throat> and and I, I think I, I decided to just say, hey, you know, we had some good momentum there in the beginning, but yeah. it bottomed out. Yeah. And I'm not, like, low effort, almost no yeah. communication, big turn off for me. So yeah. nice meeting you, but have yeah. a nice life. Like good luck, yeah, yeah. And, and that's it. And on that note, on that note, that's <laughs> a wrap. That <laughs> that's a wrap. Join us for the next episode. There you have it. New York City, good or bad, it all depends on what you're looking for. In the next episode, we're going to be talking about the dating apps and kind of our experience with all the different types and. Um, 
Yeah. And update And our take on them. Yeah. yeah. And so stay tuned. Thanks for listening. Have a good one. Bye.